Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. Episode number seven of Birdie Juice. Today, just myself, Tyler, and Kobe on the show. Is her. Uh, no Nathan today. He had something come up last minute, and uh, it's unfortunate, but we're going to roll without him today. Um, Kobe, first first, all, uh, first off, how uh, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, you know, I am doing okay. Indiana's faking me out, man. It's giving me sunny, but it's not giving me warmth. So, like, it looks nice, but it's not. So, this kid wearing shorts down the street right now is a lie, and I'm telling you right now. Uh, yourself, Ty, how are you? Well, I'm good. I'm good. I am uh, wearing shorts currently. Oh. <laughs> and I was outside for a walk a little bit ago. It's, um, but you're right. The sun, the sun's definitely faking us out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we're getting close to some decent weather so we can get out on the golf course. Yes. I do plan on playing golf this Thursday, though. So You do. Yes, I'm gonna, you do. I'm going to brave it. Uh, 50 degrees, sunny. That's warm enough for me. Fair. That so, is fair. You know, we always start every podcast with the uh, same little segment, um, what's in the cup. And we're not going to do anything, anything any different just because Baldy's not on. So... <laughs> Kobe, what's in the cup? Uh, uh, something different today. I got Sunny D vodka seltzer today. So, you know, I love Sunny D as kids. So, saw this, very good to try. Just kind of tastes like mandarin orange seltzer with a little bit more flavor, but. Sunny D vodka seltzer, right? I'll tell you mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty decent. Never had it. Is it uh, like a 5% deal? 4.5. Oh, my 4.5. Atlanta. Nope, not even, not even five. So. I wow. think rubbing alcohol gets me more drunk than that seltzer does. But <laughs> how about yourself? Well, I'm just drinking um, a flavored beverage myself, uh, truly, mm. like I do often. Mm-hmm. But I'm drinking out of the uh, the lemonade um, uh, brand today, the truly uh, strawberry lemonade. So they got a bunch of different mm. styles, you know, they sell. Last time, I think I had a margarita style. This one is a lemonade style. And I don't know what it is, but I'm just a big fan of Trulies now. I never used to be. I used to kind of make fun of them. Um, I don't know if they, like, changed the recipe or if I just, like, used to drink, like, try White Claws and stuff and not Truly. But Truly is the way to go for me right now. I enjoy it. It's light. It uh, doesn't feel like I'm drinking heavy, but it's, you know, good flavor, so. I Fair see enough. myself drinking a lot of these on the golf course this year. Yeah. They're just refreshing, you know? Yeah. I still, I don't know, man. I, that, uh, I tried that. Oh my God. What was that? I had a poker. What was that thing called? Uh, pirate water. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Barstool Those, sports. They're, yeah. they're drinks. Yeah, pirate pirate water, um, ten percent alcohol in those things, and that is what I'll be drinking on the golf course. Those are delicious. Now I'll probably have to limit myself a couple because they're a little heavy, <laughs> but it's right. really good. That was really good for me. I like those because they have a little bit more flavor to them. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely more like more of a juice kind of mm-hmm. profile and not such a seltery. Yeah, drink. I do agree with that. Um, yeah, the golf carts don't drive themselves though, so you do have to be careful. With those <laughs> ten, those I got you DDing me. Yeah, it's true. I don't usually. I don't know why I act like I drink a lot when I golf because I usually don't. Uh, I take golf semi serious when I'm out there. But um, you know, in terms of golf, you know, uh, let's just get into some golf talk, Cobe. All right, let's do it, man. I'm 
I mean, you know, it's Nathan's favorite subject. It's unfortunate <laughs> he's not here, but we're gonna do it without him. He's gonna be upset, but super. Um, upset. so the Dell match play just wrapped up. I didn't watch any of it, just for the record. Um, uh, did see that Sam Burns pulled off the win. So, uh, one of the cool things about the match play to me, it, and it's always this time of the year, is that it kind of mimics the uh, NCAA basketball tournament where they kind of do a bracket structure and then you work your way, you know, to the final, just like um, the NCAA uh, basketball stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool tournament. The final four this year for the match play was um, Cameron Young, Sam Burns, Roy McRoy, and Scotty Scheffler. And Scotty and Roy were on opposite sides. And for a while there, they were both winning, where it almost came down to the point where they were playing each other um, for the championship, which would have been awesome. Right. But instead, it was Sam Burns versus Cameron Young, and that uh, went downhill quick. Sam Burns whooped him. Um, but next year, they're not doing the Dell match play. They're, uh, they're done. The, the PGA is not going to have a match play event next year as of now which i i like match play um hmm. i know you and i we play you know some match play stuff ourselves when we golf and i think it's a more i don't know i think it's fun i just think it's a fun way to go about golf and um the strokes sometimes you know you have a bad hole at our level especially uh, pros mm-hmm. not so much but you have a bad hole and and match play doesn't affect it as much. So I feel like it's more fun for the amateur, especially. What do you think? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I can see why they would actually get rid of that. Not because it's not still good. I just don't think it draws as much people to watch because they do have the chances to mess up, you know? Um, so I can kind of see why, you know, maybe because like the guys don't, I don't not to say they don't care as much, but I can see where like, you know, oh, I'm already having a blow up poll. Okay, don't focus too much. You already know he's in for four, you know, or or in for par, in for birdie, or something like that. You know, if mm-hmm. your opponent's got some good shots, so I can kind of see why for like, well, you know, and that- and they can just um, that's the other thing about match plays. That's like the one style of golf and pro golf where they can actually just like concede the hole. Or they can, mm-hmm. you know, they can tell each other to pick the ball up, like get gimmies, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. They can do that in a PGA match play event. So, right. Um, that's fair. Yeah, I like, yeah, I mean, obviously that's more realistic to us. And <laughs> we play yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. You know? Um, but no, uh, I, I I get it, but, like, I think it'd be entertaining. I think I like the celebrity matches where they do, like, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sure. I think that's I think if they did more of those, I'm more I'm more entertained by things like that. I think it's, you know, interesting to play. So I'd rather see them replace it with something like that than like another tournament, you know, because I don't watch every tournament. But yeah, yeah, I did see um, somebody actually recommended to uh, it's OK to get rid of the match play that event, but to add the match play on to the tour championship at the end of the year. Mm. which I thought was kind of an interesting uh, thing. They were, they were suggesting like the first couple of days um, you play normal like stroke play and then the top so many you basically get like seated and mm. then you play match play to, f- to get the winner of the um, whole tournament. 
uh, which is for the cool. for the whole year. You know what I mean? Which yeah, I thought was kind of a cool idea. Personally. Right. Yeah, no doubt. I do like that idea actually. Um, I think, I think it's cool because, I think it's more exciting to watch almost because in match play you you tend to get a lot more aggressive play. Right. Whereas stroke play, people are always playing the safe shot. Yeah. Match play, if somebody's on, you're like, all right, I have to hit a crazy shot here. I'm just going to go for it because if I don't, then I don't really have a chance to win this hole. Right. If I go for it and fuck up, it doesn't matter because I'm just going to lose the hole and then I'll go to the next hole and I start fresh. That's the cool thing about match play that I like. And I like when you and I play. Um, you know, against some buddies in the summer mm-hmm. is I feel like you just don't have to play that safe. It's more fun. Like you, you and I can just right. send, we can send drives on every hole and yada, yada. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I like match play. But anyway, to get off of that, another, another thing out there in the golf world right now, they're talking about changing the golf ball for the pros. I don't know what all you have heard about this, but I will give you a little insight. Um, if you don't know much. So there is an organization that, and I don't know exactly how all this works, so forgive me for my lack of knowledge on it, but they're talking about changing the golf ball for the tour-level players to, and, and essentially on a drive, it will shorten your drive, they say like 15 to 25 yards. Um. So I think the idea behind it is to – well, I've heard a couple different things. One, I've heard it's to kind of make uh, the playing field – I don't know if more equal is the right word, but um, basically make golfers have to work a little bit harder um, to score. So you're going to have to hit longer irons in more often. You're going to have to probably do more shot shaping, um, like kind of like back in the day, um, especially like when Tiger was kind of coming up um, before the equipment was crazy good. You know, mm-hmm. it was more about just straight up skill. Um, and if you if you missed a shot, I mean, you missed a shot. Now the equipment kind of saves people a lot, I think. And the golf balls are more forgiving. The uh, driver faces are more forgiving. The irons are more forgiving. So it, the the thing that I keep seeing is they're saying that it's gonna basically make it harder, and it'll also bring in some other courses they can play um, that are sh- shorter essentially because everything's getting everybody's hitting the ball so far now um, that they're almost outgrowing some courses. So that's kind of the premise of it. What are your thoughts on them changing the golf ball? You know, we kind of talked about this like before last week's show. You kind of brought it up for a second. And you made a good point then when I said something about it, how I was like, ah, I don't agree with that. And you said how baseball players are only allowed to use wooden bats, you know, which I didn't really think of like that. You know, okay, that Mm -hmm. um, I can see that now. Like that's obviously I just don't know. I don't know if there is a fit. I think. I don't know. Golf is such an interesting sport because it's, I think it's like 90% mental over like the equipment. It doesn't matter how good my equipment is. If I'm in my own head, I'm duffing that ball 
Mm-hmm. I'm missing my shot. You know, not not necessarily like the pros, but like I feel like that's what would happen. I, I I don't know. I just don't agree with. I don't know how you fix that problem. I do agree that like they could probably play better courses if some guys didn't drive the ball so far. But like that's kind of what they train their whole lives for mm-hmm. is to hit it that far and do that. You know, so yeah, I'd say if anything, you make the you make the courses harder. Add more right. bunkers. Add add harder things. You know, I don't know if changing the golf ball if the equipment fixes the problem. Guys are still going to learn how to hit that golf ball. You know, fi- even if you only drop it 15, 20 yards, they're going to learn how to well, hit the ball fifteen yeah. or twenty yards farther. You know. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of different points that the pros are bringing up, the equipment companies are bringing up. Because I haven't really seen anybody that's really for the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people, at least. So there's multiple pros. Um, John Rom being one, you know, and he's, you know, world number two or whatever. Um, he said, "The game is already hard. Why are we trying to make it harder? Like, mm-hmm. It's not like they're, you know, they're not. It's not an easy sport even for the pros. So, and is the fifteen to twenty yards?" really going to make that big of a difference i don't know maybe it might bring a few more bunkers into play something like that um and and you were saying something about courses well they are you know a lot of courses have lengthened holes Mm -hmm. to make it more challenging augusta being one of them Mm -hmm. um and if you change the golf ball now are these courses gonna have to go back and shorten those holes back like that's something <laughs> that i thought about the other day and yeah. i haven't heard i haven't heard anybody bring this up yet this this is a something that actually came out of my mind at least i think and um i think that's gonna piss off from courses like i can see augusta well mm-hmm. we just lengthened this hole you know we spent millions to lengthen right. this hole because yeah, you guys are hitting it longer and now you want us to use a different golf ball so now we just made this hole impossible. So are we supposed to shorten the hole back up? Yeah. Now we're, now we're tearing into the arguably the most historic course in all of golf. So it's like, right. <laughs> that's just one. I mean, multiple have made it longer. Yeah. So, and to the um, point that I've made before about, you know, uh, baseball, you know, you have to use a wood bat when you get to the pro level where like in college you can use aluminum. Um, mm-hmm. I still agree with that point. But I also see the other side where golf courses are just harder also when you get to the pro level as opposed to lower levels. You know what I mean? Like you and mm-hmm. I are playing, you know, tight fairways and so thick of rough that we can't, you know, hit the ball out of it. Things like that. <laughs> right. Where it's just like rolling off. You have no chance of stopping the ball. Like, yeah. So I think they make the golf courses plenty hard. Um, I The only thing I think could be a positive is – if you do shorten the – or not shorten the – sorry. If you do change the ball, I do think you're going to see um, some of the – I don't – you might see more of a gap in skill. Like you might see the top players really emerge, um, and then you might see some other players kind of fall off. I think it will kind of widen the, the gap a little bit maybe on the skill. Like the true uh, players at the highest skill, I think – will always be at the top, um, which I see as a positive where, like, some guys can just get kind of lucky one week um, 
you know, and they can be up there. So I don't know. There's there's so I, much to go that goes into this, and I, would I feel talk about it multiple times on the show because there's going to be so many different <clears throat> things to bring up about it. But I I'm not for the idea right now. I think it's exciting to watch guys hit the ball three thirty, you know, in the mm-hmm. air. Um, I, I feel I, like yeah. Sorry, not to interrupt you. Um, how was I? Oh, I feel like, so obviously, you know, part 72, right? Normal mm-hmm. golf course, so 72. I feel mm-hmm. like until we see a tour event where everybody shoots under par, like in the first two rounds, you know, before mm-hmm. the weekend, that's when I think you can start talking about making things harder. But when you have guys shooting scores that I shoot on my local course, you know, I saw one guy the other day, was like 15 over or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not far behind that, you know, yeah. like realistically, so it's like you would be on that course he's playing. I probably would be. But, yeah, yeah I'd be, I, I understand, you your, I understand your point. Yeah. You know, like that's a guy who's played his whole life, still had a shit day. You know, those guys can have bad days. Mm-hmm. And then that equipment's only hurting them even more. So it's like, I feel like until everybody's to the point where they're just crushing it, birdieing every hole, you know, that's when you can start talking about. But I mean, I still see guys bogey, you know, triple bogey holes all the time. So it's like, yeah. I think it's hard i think it's still hard i think it will do you think that maybe the guys would actually have more fun if they came out with a new golf ball and the reason i say that is because maybe they would make the course itself a little bit easier um to where the rough isn't as bad maybe the fairways aren't as tight Uh, if anything maybe the greens are just a little bit softer so that they can make better like scoring shots where they're sticking the ball closer to the hole and not rolling off and crazy stuff like that. Like, do you think maybe the players would actually enjoy it once they kind of like got used to it? Or do you think that they just would rather hit the ball an extra 25 yards? You know, I think it really comes down to the player at that point. Yeah, probably. Like what, what do you personally feel? Like obviously some of those, some of your guys who can hit their irons, better than some of these guys get like can long drive the ball. They're going to not really care that they're losing that yardage. Cause they can then just right club up, you know, or something like that. And they still have an iron in the bag, but for the guys that rely on that long ball or something like that to get them closer, uh-huh. I just don't feel like you should take that away from them. You know, after that, yeah. that's what they hit their whole life. You know, it's not like, like, didn't you change to wood bats in college? No, no college. You use metal still. Did you see use metal? Wow. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it really would be that big of a deal. You know. Yeah. So if you can it, still get the same spin and stuff on it, then I could see them doing it. So here's the case that a lot of the equipment companies are making. I don't want to talk about this a ton longer because we have a lot more to get to. But yeah, the equipment companies, they are, um, they're obviously on the side against it right now for the most part, at least from what I've seen. And mm-hmm. um, when I think about it, it's the amount of money they're going to have to spend to make a new ball that not everybody uses because it's only pros, right? It's not mm-hmm. amateurs, so you and I wouldn't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they got to make a new ball. So when you make a new ball, the pros are going to, you know, they're going to want the best equipment possible to hit that ball which is probably going to be a little bit different than the equipment they currently have. So now 
like Taylor made, for instance, they're going to have to make a new driver, new irons, new wedges, new putters to mm-hmm. fit all of their top guys, Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler. And they're all like custom stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But now you're spending, the companies are going to have to spend a shit ton, one, to make a new ball, engineer a new ball, the best possible version of that ball. And then they're going to have to engineer, in my opinion, all new clubs to get the best numbers possible for that ball. You know what I mean? So, and when you think about that, I think that's just going to drive up the price of the equipment in general, company-wide. Right. um, Which means we're going to be probably paying more for the shit we buy, even though we don't even have to use that ball, you know, because somebody's got to eat that cost. So, one thing I think of, how do you even make a golf ball go less far? Like, I just don't understand. Like, what do you just throw in the middle of it to, you know, well, that's also kind of a, it's kind of a funny thought because it's like, I'm just trying to picture like a bunch of golf ball engineers sitting around a table and they're like, all right, now let's make this worse than what worse. we currently have. You know what I mean? Like, give yeah. me your guys' best ideas on how we can make this golf ball worse than it is because yeah. we don't want it to go as far. Or wait, tell me how you can make it better, and we'll take the worst version of that. Yeah, yeah. So at least our least favorite idea is what we make the new ball. Yeah. Like I just don't know, you know, I don't that know how they can regulate that because yeah. I just feel like there's too many variables with golf balls. Like, well, I'm sure in club yeah. and stuff, you know. I'm sure there'd be like an umbrella company, or, or you know, somebody in charge that has certain specs that then all the companies have to follow. I'm sure, and I'm sure it does come down to like the core or something, but I don't know enough about that. Um. The only other thing that, like, I saw Taylor made release a statement, and the thing that they think, you know, people just love about golf so much is that on the weekend or the weekday, you and I can go play golf, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of other sports where the cons- or the, the fans just can go do that sport um, with the same exact equipment uh, just after work, you know what I mean? So... Right. <clears throat> Um, that's one thing that Taylor made was making a point about is that's one that's what's cool about golf is that we can go out and we can use the same clubs that Tiger Woods hits and we can use the same ball, you know, and not mm-hmm. a lot of other sports. You can say that. So that's one thing that appeals, I think, to golf is that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm using I got Tiger Woods new irons out, you know, uh, <laughs> now it's you're never going to be able to say that again. You know, I don't have the pro version of any of these clubs anymore. I don't have the the Tiger Woods model or I don't have the Roy McRoy model, you know, whatever. So, yeah, that's one point they were making as well. But, you know, we'll move on from the golf ball changes. I think there's a lot more to come. Uh, I think they were talking about implementing like 2026. So we're still a little bit off. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it more as it comes along. Um, I do want to touch on the Masters real quick, if you don't mind. I know uh, I think you like the Masters. I like the Masters. Let me just pull oh. up my uh, spectator guide from oh. 2021 when I got to go. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so, I and I want to dig into the Masters more next week because the Masters is next week. But right. with that being said, the Masters is next week, buddy. Next week, baby. Huh? Let's go. Oh, my God. Let's go. Dude. Masters week is the best week of the year. Probably. Uh, arguably, easily. Yeah. I mean, just in my life. <laughs> Favorite week of the year. No, That's fair. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. A couple things to talk about. Uh, Scotty Scheffler released his menu, for one. I know we like to talk about some food on here. I want to touch on that. 
But um, I also want to touch on the fact that I'm having a Masters watch party, and yeah. we I know we brought up the uh, Taste of the Masters food uh, package that you can buy for your watch party. Well, I bought that. I know you're aware. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Very excited for it. It's going to be delivered uh, next week, um, what, Friday? So we're going to be getting the taste of the Masters. I've never had the taste of the Masters. I know you have because you've been there. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we got the pimento yeah. cheese. We got the uh, egg salad. We got the, the barbecue pork. Um, all kinds of stuff coming from them. So really excited. If, you, if uh, any of our listeners out there haven't seen that, it's still in stock last I looked. So just literally Google Taste of Masters, Taste of the Masters, and you can order yours. I think it was like 179 bucks. Feeds 12 to 14 people. It's got like souvenir cups. It's got the coasters. It's got the wrapping paper. It's got all the food you need, um, cookies, the sandwich stuff. So <clears throat> I would check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost sounds like I'm doing an ad for them. I wish. But I'm not. <laughs> so I just can't wait for you to be so disappointed in a pimento cheese sandwich. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so gross. I don't care. I love the masters. I think I ate everything that they supplied there, man. Well, Breakfast yeah, it was probably only like twelve bucks total. Yeah. Didn't even care, man. I couldn't care. The ice cream sandwich, the best thing I've ever tasted in my life, which sadly we don't get that. My brother's gonna try to bring us back some next week. He has a Tuesday practice round day. He'll uh-huh. be back here Wednesday morning. So he says he's gonna try to find a way to bring us back that. That's my only request quest well that would be awesome yeah. if he could make it happen but understandable if not Cannot um, wait for it though yeah so kobe doesn't enjoy arguably the most popular sandwich at the masters at least from what i've heard the pimento cheese sandwich so if anybody yeah. listening has anything to say about that please email us at <laughs> birdie juice 22 at gmail.com birdiejuice22 at gmail.com. We would like to hear from any of you, any and all of you that are listening. And we do have an email from a listener that we will get to here a little bit later in the show. Um, so, yeah, we, we love to interact with people. So anything you got for us, if you know, it doesn't have to be golf related. It can be any topic, um, any comments on things we talk about, anything you want us to talk about, whatever. So please do email us, birdiejuice22 at gmail.com. All right. Scotty Scheffler released his master's dinner menu a couple weeks ago now, but we're Mm going to finally talk about it. Um, So this is what we got. This is what old Scotty boy's got on his menu. He's a Texan for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the way I believe this works, looks like you get a choice of appetizer. You get a soup. And then you get a choice of your main course. And then you get a dessert. So here, here's what we got. Appetizer choices. Cheeseburger sliders. Let's Cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style. Don't know what that means. Haven't had a chance to talk to Scotty yet about it. And then the other choice is firecracker shrimp, sweet Thai chili, and sriracha mayo for a dipping sauce. So, Kobe, my question to you is, which one of those appetizers is you picking, buddy? You know, um, and you can't say both, even though I know you want to. I know. Um, let me just read it again. I have it right here. 
I guess I'm probably doing. I mean, I'm automatically doing the steak. So, well, hey, we're not there. I got to do. I know, I know, but I'm looking at the. So, I but I have to base it all off that, Tyler. All right, let me read the whole menu then. Let me read the whole menu. (laughs) Got cheeseburger sliders, firecracker shrimp. Those are your options for appetizer. Everybody's getting the tortilla soup. Don't care if you like it or not, you're getting it. All right, and then your main course choice: Texas ribeye steak, which amen to that, brother, or a black and red fish. I did hear Scotty actually say, I don't really care for fish, but I put it on there for people who don't want the steak, who basically are pussies, is what he said. <laughs> and then for dessert, you're getting a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. So now let's start this over. Let's go through our options here, Kobe. I want to go uh, entree by entree, and we'll take turns. So appetizer, what are you going with? Firecracker shrimp. All right. I'm doing cheeseburger sliders. Were you? Yeah. Because it just sounds like. I, I mean, I've had plenty of firecracker shrimp in my life. Cheeseburger sliders is something I don't normally order. And if he's doing it at the Masters, it's got to be good. So I'm going to try it. You know, and it does say serve Scotty style, right? Yeah. Here. Which so, is interesting. What's that mean? Right. And I, I don't it. even know I'm if they'll ju- tell you. You think they'll tell I'm them? Ju- I, they better because I'm going to judge a lot off Scotty's burger choices. Yeah, me too. Oh, he's, sliders, a, he, you know? he's a Texan, so it's got to be like good. Something. Yeah, they like to eat down there. All right, tortilla soup. We don't get a choice on that. Sounds delicious, though. I love tortilla Still, soup. Still, yeah, sounds light compared to the rest of the dinner. So, and then I already know what you're picking, but come what on, you, man, you doing the Texas ribeye steak or you doing the <laughs> black and red fish? Texas ste- ribeye steak. Give me that, boy. Medium rare. Mm. Let me just enjoy the flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm I sure. Bet I'm, I bet it's bone in too. Texas, it's like the cowboy. Oh. I bet it's. I bet it's a cowboy. Probably. Yeah. If anybody's ordering that black and red fish at that dinner, they should just be kicked out. Like <laughs> you know, maybe it's I a test. It, I do like fish. I'm a big fish. Oh, guy. I love fish I, and blackened stuff. I just had a blackened Alfredo the other night, like a seasoned mm-hmm. chicken, but mm-hmm. delicious, right? So ah. Uh... You're not picking. Pick you're not picking. Yeah. No, no, never. Shut up. You're getting, you're getting <laughs> one. We're getting one dinner at the Masters right now. Uh, there's no way I pick black and redfish. That's fair. now that's coming with family style mac and cheese, jalapeno, creamed corn. That sounds good. Fried mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts and seasoned yeah. fries. That is some killer sides too. Like that. That sounds good. And I I don't know if you have to pick. Probably have to pick, but. No, I'd assume it's this is family style. So I'd assume everything's yeah. family style. You just kind of get into that's how I imagine Scotty's. I don't think you have to pick through the advertisements either, since it doesn't say or. I'm going to say you probably just get to like grab some. I'm going to assume there's no limit on the amount of food oh. that they have for this. I'm going to assume you can yeah. just kind of get whatever you want. No, you're right, because it says or for the main course, but it doesn't for the appetizers. I'd be pretty surprised if I was at this very exclusive dinner with you know what yeah less than 50 people or so or 50 you know plus people or yeah, i don't know how many people attend the dinner but i gotta say if i want another slider you better have some damn sliders and yeah that's shit, true you know yeah i want so. the fucking masters at some point in my life you're not cutting me off on my meal right no that's totally food. valid so right, well in that case but, i'm getting one of everything yeah probably and then the warm chocolate chip skillet cookie like this mm. guy we're we're friends. He just doesn't know it. We're Dude, friends. He is when is the dinner? What night is um, the dinner? The dinner is oh come on now. Wednesday night, I think. You're, 
It was April 4th at the top of the menu there. Yeah, so is that, so that it? It's... That's Tuesday night. Sorry. Yeah, so Tuesday night. So, I mean, you're coming in. I mean, that's it gives you a day to recover, but that's a heavy dinner, too. Yeah, well, when I, assume, the, you know, I don't know what a like pro that par eats three tonight. challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be, I just, it would be so cool to be inside that room, you know? Like, I, I don't think anybody knows what goes on inside that room besides just the people who have won. I don't think mm-hmm. any media, nothing. I don't think anybody gets in. I've never seen, like, real pictures of, the, of it other than, like, their big group photo. Um, now, the other thing that's kind of funny that's been going around um, is this is the first year where there's really going to be live players who have won mm-hmm. at the Masters Champions Dinner. And I've, I've seen some pretty funny things. About people like predicting fights and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which is just crazy to think about at the Masters dinner. And I personally don't think that would ever happen. I think people will have enough respect for the place and the, the tournament and Scotty, uh, hopefully, you know. Yeah. But I mean, uh, here's the thing, man. If you're throwing hands at the Masters, yeah, just go. You're home. you're out. I mean, that yeah. place feels like a different world, man. That's what I I'm mean, saying, dude. They'll throw you out of that place for like nothing. So if you're trying to be that, like, there, there's no way you're staying there. It feels like a government facility. Let me tell you, man. When I walked in those nights or that day when I got to go there, it was like I looked around and you just felt like you were in a different planet. It feels like. Like at Disney World, I remember, I've heard stories of like kids that got injured, and all of a sudden you're running through like twelve back rooms, and you're in your, like your own Disney hospital. You know, <laughs> like I feel like that's what the master says. I feel like all of a sudden if I'm like, oh, I just got stung by a bee. All of a sudden I'm like three tunnels deep in a random room, and they're like I got the thing to fix it, and you're done. Like, I don't know. I just it, it seems like a mysterious golf paradise. Yeah. Know? Well, I think it definitely is that. Yeah, for sure. And I've never been, so I'm just. You know, the Masters is something I can't even wrap my head around, dude. Like, I just want to go so bad. So, in the next few years, I'm 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 going. I don't care what it costs at that point. If I got to buy tickets off somebody, if I got to sneak in, which is impossible, um, <clears throat> I'm getting in that place because I just want to – I got to see Augusta National. It's not even about watching the tournament. I just got to get on the course. Like, I got to see the place, you know? Dude, it's – I yeah. I mean, coming from me, obviously, I obviously we've said got to go, but I didn't get into golf till like three years ago. So really, Augusta to me wasn't yeah. like a big deal. I don't think it resonated until, with you really like it would now. Until my brother and I started talking about it, because I it was a we got a Tuesday practice round, you know, and it was Sunday night. And I don't want to get in all the way into the story. I don't think we have time for that. Um but it came down to a Sunday. My brother was like, do you want to go? I have tickets for Tuesday. We have to leave tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, sure. Yeah. So on the whole way down, I was doing research. And the more I learned, the more I'm like, you have to be selected for tickets. Like, it's just yeah. to me, it's like the most exclusive sporting event to get into. You just if there's no way to just walk up and say, I would like to buy a ticket. To me, that's crazy. But it's so cool that you have to be drawn for him. So it means so much more, you know, uh-huh. too. Oh, it's so. special, man. It's just like a... It's crazy. There's just no other place like it. Yeah. So, anyway, really excited about the Masters next week. Uh, next uh, next episode, I'm sure we'll dig into a little more. Maybe kind of make some picks, like who we think is going to be uh, in mm-hmm. the mix. Maybe top 10. 
I don't know. That's kind of sounds fun to me. So try to incorporate that in the next show. Um, if you have any picks for the Masters, feel free to email us. Um, love to uh, hear from you guys. So aside from the Masters, the other big thing going on in the in the world right now, the world of sports at least, March Madness. We're down mm-hmm. to the final four. We're down to the final four. My bracket is just awful. I'm no longer in first place. Um, Kobe, I don't know where we are. Uh, so me and you are both tied right now, and That's I have correct. the best chance for the most points. You do, yes, because I have Miami going all the way through the finals. Adam losing to Adam losing to Arizona, so Arizona I'm incorrect on, but I've had Miami all the way through. Yeah, so I will probably end up dead last, um, which it is what it is. I had Houston, they obviously suck so no they lost to Miami Miami's hot I do um I mean but I know UConn, all these teams are hot that are in it right now but you hasn't reason, lost a game for less than 15 I read that insane just to say that they've won a game it's been 15 or more every game for uh UConn 15 or more what points a blowout they've won by 15 or more points oh yeah every yeah game. they have been through. crushing teams just 87 you know it's just insane sorry to cut you off there but I just know like, I mean that game like against crazy. Can, that game against Gonzaga was a shit show, man. They, I mean, they were up by like forty at one point. That's just and Gonzaga was they're a solid team. Like that's yeah. that was whoa, mm-hmm. that was brutal, man. Yeah, I could. That's a that's gonna be a good matchup, Miami and UConn. I just for some reason I have a crazy good feeling about Miami. Um, every time they've played, they just seem like they want it more than who they're playing. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be really excited to see that game for sure, and then. We got Florida Atlantic and San Diego State, just which crazy. Just seems like a weird combo of fairy tales or something. I don't know. I I would have never ever ever picked these two to be here, um, but they're here. Uh, Florida Atlantic. I mean, honestly, deep down, I would pull for them over everybody just because they're a nine seed, mm-hmm. which is unreal. Um, and what's cool about you know, teams like that is they don't really have anybody that's going to the next level. I, I don't think they have anybody that's going to the draft, at least if I understood it correctly. I could be totally wrong about that, but most of them, you know, aren't. And it's pretty cool to have a team like that. Where like, this is this is the biggest deal of their entire lives. And like, ever, right. they're never going to be on a bigger stage, you know, yeah. for a lot of those players. And it's cool to see teams like that who just play with pure heart at this point, you know, like mm-hmm. they just, they, everything they have. So I'm really excited for them. I'm pulling for them. I have them picked to win against San Diego state and my um, bets that I've made so far. Um, who let's just break down the final four on who you think is going to win the next two games. And then who you think is going to win the overall tournament at this point, we'll just kind of do a mini bracket. Okay, if I'm if I'm doing this realistically, I yeah. don't think Miami wins. Okay, I think UConn wins. Yeah, I mean, I think well, I mean watching UConn play the other day, like Miami is playing great basketball, and some of the teams are playing. Like I'm just reading well, up the scores, yeah, they all are comparing, like yeah. obviously playing great basketball. UConn has always been a great team. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're always up there, at least a little ways. Always in the mix, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm always here about UConn and, like, Gonzaga. That's why I had, you know, them. Like, that wasn't a surprise that they were playing each other. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I expect them to be up there. Um, I'd say for my – I'm going to go UConn, 
FAU in the finals, and I think UConn wins. Okay. That's yeah. my that's my if I look at that, you know I just feel like I feel like FAU is gonna pull through and make it to the final. Yeah, yeah I just don't think that they story. win it, you know. I just don't think they have no, I I, I mean I Miami and UConn are two teams, man. Like those are two Right. Yeah, it's almost like that's the championship game. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like and nothing. I mean, who knows? You know, though San Diego State or FA they might pull through and win, you know? Yeah, you never know. That's the great thing about March Madness is you just don't, but if I had to guess, my guess is UConn wins the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I would it'd be stupid of me not to say that. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, UConn's just been kind of pounding teams. So um I will probably bet on Miami um money wise, but I do think realistically UConn I am picking uh Florida Atlantic. And yeah, I would probably agree with you that UConn uh wins the whole thing. Love to see Florida Atlantic win the whole thing, though. That'd be my overall. And if they're right. in the game, I will definitely be betting on them financially because the payout will be nice. Unreal. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna do I'll probably do a parlay bet. Um with uh Florida Atlantic winning. I'm probably gonna pick uh I might do UConn actually and then maybe do uh kind of like a uh over under or something. So well and I'm looking through like the bracket setup right now. I mean San Diego, other than like their round of thirty two, they haven't had like a blowout game, like where they did significantly better. Like they had seventy five to fifty two versus Furman. Which is a 13 seed, but like mm-hmm. Alabama, they won by. I mean, they did beat Alabama, which is a uh-huh. really good team. But to me, for some reason, Alabama has never registered with a big basketball school to me. It's always been a big football school. Yeah. You know, I guess so. Like, that was kind of surprising, I guess, when I looked at this because I, like I said, don't pay attention to college basketball a lot anymore. Yeah. I was just like, really? I didn't expect them to be up that high, you know? Um, Right, but then I mean, you know, they they beat Creighton, San Diego State did by one point, you know. Yeah, their, and uh, low scoring games too. They don't yeah. seem to. They haven't put up a lot of points. Fifty six. Yeah. Yeah, and FAU. Um. Oh wait, no, that's yeah, that's San Diego State. Yeah, yeah, FAU. Yeah, I mean, same thing for them. Like they're. Yeah, it's actually kind of a good matchup. Those two. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. It is like it's who's playing who because. I think Miami or UConn would probably pound the other two teams if it was before this. Although right. it might be better to see Miami and UConn actually in the final, but oh well, I'm excited for it. I just I really do like this time of year. We're getting the final four, we're getting the Masters. Easter's coming right around the corner like mm-hmm. I like my Easter Sunday with the nice old meal. So it's just a good time of the year, man. You know, the weather's breaking for us. This is mm-hmm. this is like where I get happy. Like this is my happy time of the year. You I know? start to come back to life, man. I've been thinking about that the last couple of days, man. I'm so groggy and stuff the past couple of months, and I just I get uh-huh. one sunshine day at the windows down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, love life again. You know, yeah, man. Well, when right. you got when you got the final four and you got the Masters, you know that it's like it's finally golf season where we live. It's time to get outside. You know, right? It's but... spring. Spring is here. You know, other places. Uh, people are, you know, they can spend their days outside. Here, it's like we're finally hitting the Masters. It's like finally time to go play some golf outside, which right. means it's just time to be outside. And I love it. 
I want to be outside, dude. I'm tired of being cooped up inside for sure. Same. So let's uh, let's get into a question uh, email from our from one of our listeners. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right. So we have a uh, <clears throat> email from a guy named Josh, <laughs> aka Silver, Silver Fox. So shout out to Josh. I know he'll be listening to this. We do actually know who Josh is, but we do appreciate him sending us an email. So I'm going to read it. It's tied into sports. Now, Nathan won't be able to answer his portion, but here's Josh's email to us. And if you'd like you to have an email read on here, emails, produce22 at gmail.com. <clears throat> this is Josh, a.k.a. Silver Fox, a longtime listener, first time writing in. Nathan, right now the greatest of all time in soccer. I grew up watching a lot of Pele, but Lionel Messi would be the GOAT for me. So he wanted to know from Nathan who he thinks the greatest of all time in soccer is. Unfortunately, Nathan won't be able to answer that right now, but we'll try to bring it up on the next show as well. Tyler, right now the greatest of all time in baseball is what he's asking me. Hands down for him, he's saying Cal Ripken Jr. is the GOAT for him. Kobe. And he kind of broke this down by the sports that he knows we kind of favor. Um, Kobe, right now, greatest of all time in basketball. This is the question for you. I would have to say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time with Wilt Chamberlain as a close second. And then he wants to know who he thinks, for us, the greatest of all time in football. I would say, this is him, I would say Tom Brady. Um, so... Let's dig into it a little bit. So for me, you know, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're good. No, you're good. No, you said for me. You already know. You're good. Well, yeah. So for the baseball thing, I'm a big baseball guy. For anybody who doesn't know, probably don't know because I like to talk about golfing here. But uh, played a lot of baseball growing up. Played Tyler baseball. played college best, but baseball he's really good. Don't yeah. let him undercut you guys. Yeah, I played college baseball. Done a lot of coaching. Um. I would have to say the greatest of all time currently in baseball is Shohei Otani, which plays for the Los Angeles Angels. Um, he's an absolute stud. He pitches and plays outfield and hits. He leads many categories in the offensive uh, stats and the pitching stats. Uh, the guy can throw 100-plus miles an hour. As a pitcher, uh, like I said, often leads the league in many of the pitching categories, but then also will turn right around and lead the league in many hitting categories, batting average, uh, home runs. He's always right up there at the top. Um, absolute stud. So that would be, for me, <clears throat> the current, at least the current greatest baseball player. Um, all time. Uh, I think it's a lot harder for baseball to pick an all-time. There's just there's been so many good players, um, but I can't say that Cal Ripken Jr. comes to my head as uh, the top for me. I don't even know if I could give you a all-time at the moment, which is why I'm glad we'll bring this back up on the next show to Nathan, because I will give you my all-time on that show. Uh, but currently, it's definitely Otani. And honestly, if he keeps playing the way he is and putting up numbers the way he does, he could be in the mix at some point in his life for all time because of his versatility. There's never been a pitcher and hitter 
fielder or combination like him that's been this successful. So that's my answer for baseball. Kobe, I'm turning over to you for basketball. So did he say in his email current and pass, um, or did you just add in your own current one? Uh, yeah, I think I actually misread it at first. Oh. But, uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, okay. I think he'll um, just appreciate an answer from us. You know, I, I, you know, I've never necessarily loved, I feel like basketball players over any sport have always had like the biggest debate for greatest of all time. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I hear that one more. Oh, is it Michael or LeBron? You know, and then right. you'd have the guys like me that will always throw out Kobe Bryant just because obviously mm-hmm. my name <laughs> is the same as the guy. Um, Right. And, you know, I think, I don't know. I think greatest of all time, if we're talking about just like numbers and standpoint, then the numbers can talk, right? Yeah. Look at the numbers. That's how you can tell. If you want my honest opinion of who I think the greatest basketball player ever was, it really was Kobe Bryant. That's just my opinion, you know, towards him. Just uh, the man just seemed. I knew everything Kobe Bryant was doing when I was in elementary school, you know? Yeah. Go ask an elementary school kid right now what LeBron James is up to. They don't know, you know, but like I was, you know, we were listening to games. Kids, we talked about that in fifth grade, you know. Oh, Kobe, I right. Had had 36 points last night, you know, like you used to talk about him. I had the new Kobe's on. I was excited, you know. I wasn't in fourth grade, fifth grade saying, I look, I have the new LeBron's on, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said that about Jordan, though, you know. So I just think. For greatest of all time, for that it's it for me. It's just gonna be Kobe Bryant, just like who he is, um, and then Michael Jordan. I, you know, LeBron's a great player, and I he statistically could be better than both of those guys. I don't like him as much. Yeah, no, you I know, that's you. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of it for me. I mean, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, I think, are two of the greatest, most hardworking athletes ever. You know, you listen to anybody talk about those guys before. All they cared about was the game, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be better than you. I'm gonna work harder than you, and I just admire that so much because I don't have that drive, you know. I wish I did. I wish I had the drive to be the greatest at what I do, but uh-huh. right, just don't you know? Oh no, so yeah, what? those those people are definitely wired differently. The, just insane. So. Yeah, like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, um, Tiger Woods. Uh, like Derek Jeter's in that category of like people who are just wired absolutely different, or they will just their mindset is constantly, I want to beat you, and I will do whatever it takes to beat you, and I will not lose. And that's a mm-hmm. yeah, that's a mindset that um a lot of people just don't have, which is why they just don't make it to the same level honestly. Yeah, it, I just feel like there's not a lot of sports players that are like that, you know. So it's yeah. like that's why they're the greatest to me. It's not mm-hmm. because yeah, I you know LeBron James is a great player, but dude, I don't <laughs> you know, yeah. I just don't see him out there, you know, being in the court 3 hours before you are to beat you. I just don't know if he does that, you know. I don't hear about right. that. You heard about it with Kobe, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and um I mean Michael Jordan himself would say that the only person he thinks that would have a chance of beating him one-on-one was Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. because their games were very similar. So, and obviously Kobe yeah. looked up to Michael and 
probably learned a lot from him, but then also yeah. was his own player. And yeah, was definitely a stud, no doubt about it. So, Just, yeah, I think that, I think that that's always been my standpoint, though, is the coach. But yeah, I mean, you know, you have your own personal opinion involved in our picking of who we think the greatest of all time is. So that's kind of right, you know, and I'm sure um, Josh, our, our listener, also did when he like picked uh, Cal Ripken Jr., for instance, because I know Josh is a Baltimore Orioles guy. So mm-hmm. now if I had to pick, I guess, um, see, like greatest fall time for baseball for me, it's very hard because like some of the people that they put up there at the very top for greatest of all time are people that were way out of their prime or even dead, um, weren't even playing anymore when I was even born. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your Babe Ruth, your Willie Mays, your Ted Williams. <clears throat> well, uh, Chamberlain, like you said, for basketball. Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Uh, like those people just weren't even, you know, a thing when I, you know, watch baseball. So if I had to pick somebody like in my actual lifetime that I would pick, I guess, which is what I'm going to do for this, um, I would probably pick Ken Griffey Jr. Um, mm-hmm. He was fast, he had power. I mean, he was a hitter. He he was a great fielder. So I would say Ken Griffey Jr. If I'm going for a like wholesome leadership role, like captain of a team, I would say Derek Jeter. Um, because yeah, he was wired much like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like those guys. Like it was winning. That's what mattered. He led his team. Um, he did anything it took to get the team on the same page to win. You know, he put the team above himself, kind of thing. So, and you just don't see that in sports anymore. In my opinion, right? So. No, absolutely not, man. I miss you know what I miss the most my middle school, elementary school basketball. Back when I lived in Portland, man, I mean, we used to go to Blazer games. I cared about who was on the team. I knew who was on the team. I got excited to you know watch games, see games. Yeah, I just it feels so much more. Me- that was back when like back before LeBron James ever went to the Miami Heat. Back when he was on Cleveland, that Cleveland, was yeah. like. When you know you had Wade over there, you had I think that's right when like um, Kevin Durant switched over to you know they went to Oklahoma City instead like that. When you had OKC, Miami, Cleveland, Kobe was still playing decently for the Lakers. You know, yeah, that was like a great time in basketball to me. We had Brandon Roy on the Blazers, which nobody even knows usually who the hell Brandon Roy is. But if you Watch like in his first couple of years, Brandon Roy was like our star. Like he was our Damian Lillard before Damian Lillard came out, and was just and he he is in a debate for my favorite right now in the league in current times. You know, gotcha. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, Josh, thanks for writing in to us. Uh, please do again. We uh love love hearing from people, and um. He had one more part to that question, but I'm going to wait till the next show to bring it up because I want Nathan to be a part of it. it. has to do with exercising, and Nathan is much more into exercising than Kobe and I. So I'm going to let him what? kind of – kind of Yeah, I know. Hard to believe um, with our chiseled bodies that we have. Um, thank God you guys can't see us. But The only burpees I do is after I drink. <laughs> That's so true, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. So anyway, I think we're going to wrap this thing up, Cove. Do you have uh, anything else you kind of want to hit on? Or? No, I'm not going not gonna, to. I can think of. I'll keep my question till you know, next week. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, sorry, it was a little bit of a golf-heavy show, but uh, Kobe and I truly do love the game of golf. We love talking about it. 
So uh, we did see it as a great opportunity for him and I to kind of get to have a little open dialogue on golf this show. Um, and, you know, going forward, we probably won't have as much golf talk, but we will talk about golf plenty, hopefully. And uh, we just kind of wanted to use today to have a chance to talk about a little more. You know, we hit on the uh, March Madness stuff and and a question from our uh, listener to Silver Fox. So had a lot of fun. I do have one question I would like to end the show on to you, uh, Kobe. So, you know, I like to end with kind of a fun question. <clears throat> so golf related, of course, as what? that's been the theme of the show. So would you rather play golf with Tiger Woods or let me sub that out with or your favorite golfer of all time at your local course or would you rather play Augusta National with a group of your buddies? I mean, you'd know my answer, man. It's got as much as I'd love that time with who I'd probably be. It'd probably be Tiger. Um, or it might be like someone like Kevin Kisner or something like that. I was going to say, why don't like joke back and forth with, you know, let's tie that in too. Like who would you even, who would that be? You know, if I, if I was going to play a local round of golf, I'd want to play it with like Kevin Kisner or like, I like Pat Perez. He's a little kind of like me, big fat guy likes Jordans, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, likes cars. He's got some pretty sick cars. So I, I did like, I do like Pat Perez. Um, Uh you know, he plays for live. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's all right. But I definitely like, I mean, some of my best times I've ever had, man, I've been on on the golf course, hanging out with you, you know, and my friends. Don't make me cry, buddy. Don't make me cry. No, but if I could play, if you and I could play my brother and his best friend, Sam, in a game at Augusta and we beat them. Oh my God. You know, that's the greatest story of my life right there. You know, like, uh, you know, sorry, Gina, if we have kids. That's second place, man. That's the coolest memory I think I could ever have in my life. Oh man, I mean, arguably, no. Yeah, no, I'm. I agree. Not I actually agree. against the kids, right? You know. No, I get you. I get you. But you know, like a that's such category. a rare thing. Like even getting to go to that place is crazy. But yeah, getting to play man, that's with a, your friends. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough question. I'm not gonna lie. I would have. Who would you I, play with? I would have to think about that for hours before I could make the final decision. I would play with Tiger Woods. Um. Not only because I think I could learn from him, I wouldn't really care about the learning part, probably, but just like watching him. But mm-hmm. um, even though I have heard he's a little bit socially awkward, maybe, so I don't. <laughs> it might not be like the world's most fun round, but it would definitely be the most memorable round. You know what I mean? Like, right? There's not a lot of people that can get a play with him, and I would just I didn't get to watch him like in his prime, you mm-hmm. know, on the TV. So I just think. I would still get a sense of what that was like to watch him in person just strike the ball. You know, he is the greatest of all time. Right. I will argue with anybody about it. Yeah, I know Jack Nicholas is up there oh, too. I think the golf aspect, the golf world, it's and we don't even have to get into that, but Yeah. But gosh, that's who I would pick to play with. Now, yeah. which one of these would I pick? Would I pick to play with Tiger? Would he even show up to my local course? We're gonna say that <laughs> we're gonna say that he will for the sake of this question. He, he'd probably be he'd probably take a piss on every green. Um, yeah, I would play Augusta with my buddies. Dude, you I mean you got you know like I'm much I, more of an I experienced person with that kind of stuff. Like I would rather go 
Yeah, because now if it was like somewhere that I thought I could ever get into um, at a different point in time in my life, then I would say yeah. play with Tiger. Yeah. But the fact that I know I will never have a chance to play on that course ever again, I would have to I would have to pick that. Dude, you can't. Yeah, I, you know. Like if you did the same question about like Pebble Beach, I would say play with Tiger because I can, I can go play Pebble Beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking about that. We actually, you and I, after during TP the Sawgrass, I sent you the link where one night stay in a round of golf is like nine hundred bucks a person. We go yeah. play, you know. Right. We can go play some of these tour venues for sure. But yeah. Augusta is just one that you're not, you're never gonna ever get a chance to play. I mean, well, I mean, I don't want to say, but like, I don't think either of us will ever be anybody important enough to get no, an invite to play there. I hope we are. I really do. Yeah, me. <laughs> Because maybe we can make this a reality, but I can just the only picture I have in my mind right now is you, me, Alex, and Sam. Because that's my group. That's my four. You know who would you play in your four golf there? Oh my god, that's what I want to know. That's oh, I'm gonna I'm time. gonna hurt people's feelings. You know, but that's okay. You know, your four who you'd want to play golf with the most. It's not against anybody else I know, but the no, no, it would just be like the four people who I'd want to share that experience with, right? If you, uh, if me, you, Sam, and Alex all walked up to number 12 and looked at that par three, I just yeah. want to see the look on everybody's faces. Not one of us is making it over the water. You know? <laughs> I'm so nervous. I'm duffing it three, four times. That's probably going to be the highest round they've ever seen. <laughs> but I'm going to yeah, laugh. We're going to set a course enjoy. right. Exactly. Um, yeah, no. So, oh, man, the four people. Four. Okay. Four? Well, I would obviously have to pick. Well, I'd pick you. You don't have to pick me. No, no, I would, though. I would. I would have to pick my best friend, Spencer. You know, we've been together since we literally went to preschool together. Mm-hmm. And he plays golf. I'm only thinking of friends that play golf. Because, like, if I was going to, like, I would invite my dad or something, but he just doesn't. Right. You know. Well, and I thought about that, too. My dad, I mean, he, Timmy's not making it up them hills, dude. Well, it's aggressive. Yeah. Augusta is not a nice course. And that, like, you know, it's and nice, you can, but. You can take him to, you know, watch the Masters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about somebody that would truly care about the experience of playing on the course. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking you, Spencer. Oh, man. See, it's just. I'm, I'm. Um, between it would probably be. I don't know if Nathan appreciates golf enough. To, I can't do it, man. I couldn't you know do it. I mean? love you, Nate, but you did not. He doesn't want to. He he said the other day, golf to us to him is like a three out of ten, which I don't yeah. blame him. It's not his favorite thing. Yeah, man. I don't know. I might pick um, maybe our our buddy Matt Liggett. Yeah, maybe Matt Liggett. Yeah. I, I think he would really appreciate that place. Yep. You know what I mean? See, yeah, that's my thing. Is Am like, I missing I know... anybody? Like, maybe maybe Landon? That might be another pick of mine. Landon might really like, you know. Because he, he would I, appreciate he would appreciate the hell out of that place. Yeah. I there potentially would even just pick Spencer's wife, Katie, who right. is a huge golfer, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And she's like family to me, too. So, oh, that's a... Man, that's a tough one. I, I hope I don't, yeah. don't want to hurt anybody's like, feelings, but man, that's that is so hard. I instantly shoot the gun with Sam and Alex just because when me and Tyler have a thing where we play my brother and his best friend in golf, we play them a couple times a year, and we smoke them almost every time. We lost uh, one one time, but you know you gotta let them win every once in a while. They stop playing with us. Have to. Um, 
you have to. Uh, <laughs> so if they listen to all of this, I hope you do. <laughs> but I just feel like we're not going out there to shoot a record, you know? So like, mm-hmm. who am I going to have the most fun with appreciating it all? And it's got to be, it's got to be you. Obviously it's got to be my brother. And Sam is just, gonna, he be, might be the first guy to ever toss a club at Augusta national. So, you know, oh, you know, don't I don't know. See it. But... I don't think I could accept an invite to go with you guys. I would be cringing the whole time. If he threw a club, I would kick him out of that place myself. Oh, man. I love Sam, but holy cow, dude. that guy can throw a club. <laughs> he gets so mad. I leave, dude. So he awkward. puts more divots in the green from his club than he does the ball. <laughs> love you, Sam. Can't wait to beat your ass if you're on the course, though. <laughs> going to smoke him. All right, man. Let's wrap this thing up. All right on, buddy. Sounds good. Good show. Glad we got to talk about some golf. We'll be uh, back at you guys next week. Same time, same place. Uh, Next week's Masters Week, baby. Yes, sir. All right. Good talking with you, Cobe. You too. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.